welcome to the 1% Podcast. My name is Avi Wiswer, social media influencer and motivational speaker. Every week you hear an inspiring message. We hear from a person that is on their journey to success. With each episode, I hope that you can take something valuable with you, become 1% better in your life. Thank you for stopping by and let the growth begin. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the 1% Podcast. As always, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for showing support. And thank you guys for showing love on every single episode. I have a guest with me today. His name is Nay. Nay, if you want to take the floor, introduce yourself, what you do, all of the above, I'll give you the floor. What's up? Uh, 1% Podcast, I'm Nay. Um, I do a lot of things. I just like to enjoy life and love what I do. That's really the main thing. You know what I'm saying? I see you make music. I've seen a lot of um, freestyling. I've seen you've been on the anime podcast. You freestyled. I've seen you just posting individual freestyles. What kind of inspired the the movement to just make music, freestyle, and what about the music culture do you like so much? Uh, damn, that's a loaded question, bro. Um, I mean, I always made music. Music has always been in my life, so um, since I was a kid. It's always been like something that I did elementary school, but I think what uh, inspired me to want to start freestyling is because I just think it's what well, I know that it's the most authentic form of hip hop, period. You know, like being able to create a song without having to write it down. So um, I know that, you know, they in today's day and age, it's, it's been separated. You know, being able to freestyle is not as respected as being able to be a great songwriter. And, um, I see a lot of people who got like bars, you know, like bars, but they just, they don't, you know, they, they kind of competing in two separate rings, you know? So, um, I want to be able to do both, you know, cause I believe in being well balanced. I believe in being able to walk in every room and being able to have a conversation with, you know, every person, you know? So if that means I got to learn how to freestyle, I'm gonna do that as well. You talked about being able to, you know, kind of go in conversation and um, this is a little bit off topic of the music question, mm -hmm. but as somebody, as you are from Brooklyn, mm -hmm. you know, they talk about the Brooklyn mentality, mm -hmm. the the city mentality, you know, mm -hmm. the I'm not going to talk to you or mm -hmm. I'm just going to get here and grind. Has there been anything in particular with living in the city that has taught you to protect your craft and the music or <clears throat> what has been able to, what have you grasped? From being in Brooklyn? Uh, I think everything, you know, just being in New York, you got to be tough. You know, that's just that's just a fact. So, um, you know, and where I grew up, you know, it's just it just is what it is. You know, like you either got an opportunity to be positive or opportunity to be negative. And I think that's all across the board, wherever you're from. So, you know, I'm grateful for Brooklyn because it gave me the swag. You know, I feel like being from New York is just a different swag. You know, I think that's what I've gained most from being from New York. But in terms of the knowledge and wanting to know more just about life period, you know, that's a personal journey that I wanted to go on because, like I said, I don't want to be labeled as, like, just a rapper. You know, I want to be Nyron, nay, the guy who raps, you know what I'm saying, and does other things as well, not just somebody who's just identified as being somebody who makes music because I just don't see life that way. What are some other things that you partake in uh, besides music? Um, shit, everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, really, like, I want to be able to be open to everything. You know, I don't know what I don't like unless I try it. You know, so that goes for hobbies and that goes for, you know, you know, uh, career goals, career options. So right now, 
Um, I'm a personal trainer and I work at Equinox, but I'm also doing real estate right now. So, um, you know, I just recently got into that. And the reason why I got into that is because, you know, I believe in being resourceful. I, I believe in always being in the need. And, you know, we're in a building right now. Somebody had to make a deal for the square footage that we're in this in, in the room. So um, everywhere we go, you know, there's money to be made. And that's what real estate represents. This I, I've asked a lot of people this question. Do you think money buys happiness? No, nah, not at all. Why? Because money is only a part of your success. To be successful, you have to be filled with a lot of good things, you know, which is why I believe in being well-balanced. So being able to talk to anybody or get into the room with people um, just in general, you know, and being open to experiences, that's what really makes you feel like, you know, you can you can do whatever you want. You know, that's that's what allows you to have a growth mindset. And that's what I really believe in. You know what I'm saying? So you could have all the money in the world, but if your room is dirty, are you really successful? You know, do you take care of your face? You know, do you wear fresh clothes? Do you, you know, all the all of the all of the small things in life that, you know, just need to be done, you know, to be able to function, you know, quote unquote normally in society, you know, I feel like the emphasis needs to be on that and everything else that comes after that, in my case, making music, real estate, training, that's all secondary to my health, you know? So that's what's most important. That's what makes you successful. Money is just a good part of it. What what would you say that you do in terms of obviously physical health, mm -hmm. you know, taking care of your financials? Yeah. What what are some things that you do to take care of your mental state? Um, I love to read. I'm a huge reader. You know, reading is the key to just timeless information, period. You could get answers from everything by reading books, one. And two, you know, just like I said, just being open to new experiences. I can't stress that enough because you go in a space that you thought that wouldn't be for you and then you realize that it is for you and that could change your life. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what continues. Like, it's like an endless cycle, like, just being around new things, new people, seeing places, you know, like we live in a big city, you know, people come here and they tour the city, you know, and they see New York like it's the best place in the world. But if you actually live here, you know, personally for me, there was quite some time for my life where it was just like, I'm just going to work and coming home. And I didn't really get a chance to experience what New York had to offer. But now that I'm actually being a tourist in my own city, it's like, it's mind blowing. We talked about some of the good things that are from the, the city, yeah. being in Brooklyn and all of the above, what is the the dark side of living in, in Brooklyn? Um, where I come from, I think it's, uh, sorry, I think it's just a lot of people, um, you know, in the black and brown communities who don't want to explore. And I think that's a huge problem, you know, and, and obviously, um, you know, where where there's, there's blame to go everywhere, right? But, I think it ultimately falls upon us to want to be, you know, adventurous, you know, and want to know more about the city and why it's the way, why, why it's the way it is and why we are the way we are. You know, I feel like a lot of us as minorities don't take the time to really, you know, one, contemplate on it and then two, act on it, you know? So um, that's why you get, you know, when people get famous or, you know, they become famous rappers and do all these things, they idolize, you know, the things that don't matter, money, you know, women, drugs, all of these things. And, you know, not to say they can't talk about that, but that's the focus of their work. That's the focus of their art because they're too busy trying to, you know, be ignorant to their actual feelings and what actually matters, you know, how to get through certain processes. It looks like it's the social norm nowadays to yeah. to talk about all those things, the materialistic things, the yeah. girls, the, the drugs. And I, I think that little do they know they're manifesting their, 
their own life and own reality. Yep. And it's it, it's crazy because there's a when I say that I listened to what Kanye West said, mm-hmm. and I think it was in Gold Digger, and it, mm-hmm. he was talking about all of those the things that had happened to him mm-hmm. with Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. and and all that. Mm-hmm. Kind of manifested into his life mm-hmm. a couple years down the lane, mm-hmm. down the line. He talked to you know, uh, she don't want you. She don't want you for what you got. Mm-hmm. She just wants you for your money. Mm-hmm. And I mean, one could argue that mm-hmm. she caught a lick. <laughs> but that's <laughs> really what it is. Like you know, we get out of our communities, and it's like, damn, like you know, they like in Kanye West terms, he's forced to experience things now because he has so much money, he's so widely you know known. He's seeing a whole bunch of shit that like he's just not privy to. You know, so like. I'm a. I have a big. You know, I'm. I'm big on like knowing who you want to be before you get there. You know what I'm saying. So like, I know what I want to do in my music. I know what I want to do in my career. I know exactly where I want to end up. But you know, I also have a really good idea on the type of person that I want to be, and that may change. You know, due to my experiences. But right now, yo, I know exactly what I want. You know, so nobody can take that from me. I think that's a good framework because once you, I've noticed and I've seen that once you touch a little bit success from at least from people that I've met mm-hmm. or you know, met through social media or, you know, sports. I, I was, I played sports growing up. I've noticed that once they touch a little bit of, of fame or success, they just change. Yeah. And it's completely a whole different person. Like where did this person come from? Mm-hmm. And I think it, the, it's the, the inflated ego that we get from seeing likes or seeing, you know, people follow yep. us or in the DMS or yep. whatever it may be that they forget who they were before. Yeah. Yep. Like, absolutely. I, if if I'm a if I'm a friend of yours mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be a friend during after mm-hmm. whatever you fall off, mm-hmm. all of that. But I think a lot of times people want to, they think that you know they have all this, they should have a facade or mm-hmm. they should have this certain type of mindset to them mm-hmm. that now enables them to think bigger or think that they're better than you. I mean, I absolutely agree with that. It's just like the perception versus the reality, you know. So. Um, you know, we can never escape reality as much as we try to make it seem like it ain't real, you know, and that's what the inter- internet represents nowadays. Like, you post something, you know, you're at the club, you're in the corner, and it looks lit, but then the club is empty when you actually get there. You know, and that's the kind of vibe that, you know, a lot of people have, and it's just, that's just not who I am. You know, that's that's not what I stand by. So, you know, it is what it is. It's, and, and I hear that, 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 that phrase right there, it is what it is from a lot of, people that I met that mm. have been in the city. Mm. Why is that so important to you? Just, it is what it is. Because I'm not interested in changing people who don't want to be changed, bro. If you ain't trying to be open to new experiences, I'm not going to make you experience something new. That only brings me pain. Mm. You know, my life is about being open to new things and seeing new things. So if somebody tries to give me advice or give me constructive criticism, they know I'm going to have an ear for it, even if I don't want to hear it at the time. But if you're in a place that's like, you close-minded, I'm not judging you. That's just what you are. <laughs> and I'm not going to make you open. That's not my body. That's not my body, bro. It's not my business. Are you, would you say that you're surrounded a lot of pe- surrounded by a lot of people that will tell you, you know, nay, Absolutely. Th- this is what you, I-, I think you should maybe do this. Absolutely. And you're receptive to the criticism that people. I would try just, my best. Yeah. I ain't going to say, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's always, it's always tough to hear. It doesn't make it not tough to hear. It's just, you know, either you're going to be open to it or you're not. Yeah. You know, either you're going to want to keep on hearing it or you're not. Either you're going to want to be accountable or, or take take to account what people's telling you or not. You know, people, if you walk past 10 people and 10 people tell you that you stink, are you going to take a shower? Or you do, you know what I'm saying? Like, same so, shit. It's all accountability. Yeah, it's all accountability, bro. 
And especially in today's age, a lot of people want to point the finger yeah. and, uh, you know, I'm not where I want to be because of them or because of the, the financial situation mm-hmm. or because of this. And I've obviously, you know, there, there's a, I empathize with people that, you know, may be going through like a difficult time, mm-hmm. you know, mentally, because obviously we're figuring this life thing out. Mm-hmm. But in terms of blaming external things mm-hmm. for the internal that you can control, mm-hmm. It's a big part Accountability If you just If you literally And I saw this the other day If you literally just take accountability For everything in your life Mm -hmm. Oh This person did me wrong Mm -hmm. But you still have them as a friend Mm -hmm. Or you still have them as a spouse Yeah Or I'm not where I want to be Music Musically Or Mm -hmm. All of these things Mm -hmm. What what part did you play in it? Exactly 100% Because once you could control that Could control what you can control 100% The external I agree Absolutely where I want to go with this next question is what would you say to somebody that may not know where they want to go, but has an idea or a framework of where they might want to go? Figure it out. By doing what? We live in a world now where information is so accessible to us. You could search any fucking question and get an answer, bro. That's what I mean about accountability. If you really want to know, you'll find out. You guys... Wanted to do a podcast, and guess what? Where can I get a studio? Sure, you ain't know where exactly you was going to get the studio. You just know you want to be sitting in the room, talking across the room, or talking across the table with somebody. So, you know, like, I'm very cutthroat when it comes to things like that because I don't I don't know exactly how I'm going to get to where I want to be. I just know I'm going to end up there. And that comes from one rep at a time. It's a one rep at a time mindset. So I, all I know is that my next task right now is to do this podcast. In a year from now, I may be doing something else. I may be doing, you know, another podcast. I may be hosting a podcast. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? But I don't think it's for us as humans to um, know exactly how we're going to get there step by step. I just think the unwavering faith and belief that we're going to get there needs to stay intact no matter what happens. Because if you believe you're going to get there, you're going to you're gonna do what it takes to find, find out how to get there, period. And that goes with that. That goes with the, uh, the saying that I would say, you know, just figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Once you Once you start... And you're going through that process and you're going through those things or whatever it may be, you're learning a new craft. You'll learn along the way. Yep. Yep. I as agree. soon as soon as you just start to do, you just learn. I agree. When I I mean, at least for, for podcasts and I just researched a little bit what I had to get, what mm-hmm. I you know, where can I go? Mm-hmm. And you just go. That's it. And then you figure it out. That's you it. know what you want to do <laughs> after that. You feel me? That's it. That's it. It's not it's not the 1800s where, you know what I'm saying, you got to wait for the newspaper. You know, like, for real, like, you got your equipment. If you really wanted to know how to really be the best and what you're doing, if this is what you want to do, you search up the best people in podcasts. I'm sure they got a book. I'm sure they got something that they're giving off, some energy that they're giving off that you could take from and be like, yo, I could put this into my own thing. You know, and that's what, that's what it's about. I just feel like nowadays there's a lack of wanting to take action, you know, and I have no sympathy for that because we all take action on something. You know, the action is is what you cannot change. So if you're being inact- inactive, that is an action. You're choosing to be lazy. You're choosing to not do anything. You feel me? You only got two options. What are some of your goals? As I know that you have a song coming out yeah. in, in January. Yeah. What are some of your goals that you want to, to do for the, the new year coming up? Um, I mean, I have like a whole market. In terms of music, I have like a whole marketing plan, you know, that I want to. That I, that's already in place, you know, so I got my first single, King Kong, dropping January 5th. 
Um, and I spent like the last four months, you know, really taking the time to, you know, use the freestyling as gas to get people interested, you know, in the car, you know, so to speak, you know, so I'm allowed, I'm allowed the music to speak for itself. But back to what we were saying in the beginning, um, you know, I want to be able to compete in both arenas, you know, and I don't, I don't see it as two different crafts because I'm still rapping. So, you know, um, in terms of music, bro, I just I just want to make good music, bro. I want to make music that people can relate to. I feel like there's not a lot like that out, you know, nowadays. It's more just, you know, how can I get people jumping? And that's great. I'm not opposed to that. But when your work is focused on that, that's when it becomes a problem. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I want people to know what it feels like to be heartbroken and, you know, work through that shit. Or people, you know, get it out the mud. But you can still make it sound lit. That's the problem. That's, what, <laughs> that's, that's where the optimism comes in because I feel like people, even freestylers, like, they kind of be like, yeah, like, I have all these words in my brain. I'm not going to dumb it down and put it into a song. But because you have so many words, that's a great tool for you to use. You just need to learn how to select the right words and put them in a good song, you know? So I I'll partly blame people for just not being optimistic with what they got going on, and That's just not me. A lot of things that I've known, at least in the freestyle, they're at, like, I think a true freestyler, and, and obviously, and I, I've seen, you know, I've seen J. Cole. Mm -hmm. I've seen, to me, some of the other ones, you know, King Los. Mm -hmm. if, if you guys really listen to uh, Freestyles, King Los. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, Tory Lanez, mm -hmm. you know, he, he spit a couple good mm -hmm. five fingers of death off mm -hmm. of Sway. Um, I think a true freestyler, to me at least, can, can freestyle without cursing. Mm -hmm. If you can freestyle without cursing, and mm -hmm. because of the filler words that we could use, mm -hmm. you know, the explicit content that we could go into, mm -hmm. I think a true freestyle, and I've heard a couple of ones that you've dropped, no mm -hmm. no curses, mm -hmm. nothing at all. I think that that, and being able to just framework the, mm -hmm. what what word you want to use next. Yeah. And being able to have the, the vocabulary to go everywhere, mm -hmm. you know, and not using the filler words. You know, obviously we could talk about girls, we could yeah. talk about, yeah, Alcohol. We yeah. could talk about drugs. We could talk about all those things, yeah. but being able to have the vocabulary to mm -hmm. kind of go around those things mm -hmm. and just maybe talking about real rap, real life. I think that that to me would would look like a true freestyler. I think that's just a testament to how um, smart these guys are, you know. And that's really what it is, you know. To know that many words and to be able to connect that way, you got to be connected to the world in a way that a lot of people just aren't. You know, so uh, it definitely, for me at least, is a spiritual journey. It's like, before I started freestyling, when I was just making music, it was lit, don't get me wrong, but now that I'm freestyling, it's like, yo, you could do, say anything. It's, there's a, it's beauty in that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like like how you said before we start, like, yo, I got a couple questions, but it's best when we, you know, just converse. That's a freestyle. You right. know what I'm saying? That's what you feel. And I think that is the most authentic version of whatever creativity that we all share as people. Being with the 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 genuine, authentic version, obviously in your your music creation, do you try to carry that lifestyle into your real life? Just being authentic 100%, overall, hundred percent. As a person that I also strive to be as a genuine person, or you know, just authentic. I think that if we could just be real, and and a lot of, not a lot of people know what genuine actually mm -hmm. means. They mm -hmm. think it's like. Oh, maybe a nice person, mm -hmm. but like genuine to his definition is real, mm -hmm. and being real, I think, will go get you a lot further than just yeah. being a carbon copy Absolutely. of a person that you Absolutely. see. 
off social media or for whatever. Absolutely. That'll get you farther mm-hmm. than trying to be somebody else that you're not. I agree. What would you say to somebody that may be lacking confidence in their music? Um, you got to know why you're making it. You feel me? Like, I came from that place before I really started freestyling. You know, in 2020, you know, I was putting music out there, but I really wasn't, I didn't believe in it. I wasn't confident because I cared so much about what people thought. And then I took the next two years, fast forward to now, you know, to be where I'm at. Um, like I said, it's a spiritual journey, bro. You got to know why you're making the music. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's an acquired taste. Creativity, period. So, um, I'm making the music for myself. If you look at my Instagram, I'm posting this shit for myself. And I allow people to, you know, have their perception of it. And I'm going to just keep doing that because that's what I want to do. Because nobody else can take that from me because that's what I do. So, I think that's just what it's about. You talked a little bit about your spiritual journey. What are some other things that are that you've noticed in your spiritual journey or what, what else, what other avenues are you trying to go in? Um, I think me and Matthew was talking about this before you came in. I think it's just really about tapping into communities that I enjoy, you know, the hobbies that I have. So like, you know, we both work out. So, you know, I want to be more involved in the gym community, you know, not just going to the gym and working out, but knowing people who are very like, who, ju- who are just as like-minded as me, like, yo, I feel bad when I don't work out. You know, like stuff like that, you know, and that's what the experience is about. Like you do something and then you see, yo, there's a bunch of people doing the same thing, you know, and not just going home and being like, yeah, nah, I'm just doing this. I'm trying to make it out the hood. And then you meet people when you get out the hood, you meet people that um, are doing what you wanted to do in the big leagues, quote unquote. Nah, you know, there's people in the podcast game right now who's doing what you're doing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you could definitely tap into that podcast convention, whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? And and do that and work your way up. And then when you get to the big leagues, like, damn, yeah, I'm already well connected. I don't even need to go down and sign this contract or do this because I already know A, B, C, D, and F about, you know, and that's what it's about. So It is about researching, I think, and, and just doing your, putting the time into to research um, how you can improve or yeah. kind of just self-reflecting how you can improve. Mm-hmm. And I think, obviously, when you're, you made the song and, you know, obviously it's yet to be released. You probably revisited the song or revisited the lyrics like 30, 40, 50,000 times mm-hmm. just to be able to make sure that, you know, you're getting the the point across mm-hmm. within the song. Yeah. But also just like maybe the perfection and mm-hmm. perfectionist in you is just mm-hmm. constantly writing. Oh, maybe I don't like this, you know. Yeah. I mean, let me go back and, and, and remix this or, yeah. you know, change this. And I think that being a perfectionist is... Is absolutely okay, but yeah. it, it could be a detriment to to your own success. Absolutely. I it's funny you say that because, um, you know, obviously when you freestyle, it's one take. So I take the same approach to songwriting as well. Like if I write a song, you know, the foundation, you know, is is gonna be what it is. So this song, you know, that I'm releasing, I made like two years ago, and ninety five percent of the song is the same from two years ago. The only oh. thing that has changed is, you know, obviously some little words right here, little words right here, but. Or maybe, you know, some, you know, the way I say a certain word, the tone, but the actual, you know, foundation of it, I don't believe in changing, you know, editing music, you know, like I just, I make it and I put my reps in, you know, that's just how I work because, you know, when you freestyle, I don't get a chance to be like, hold on, hold on, hold on, I don't get to do that. I just have to keep going. Right. You know, so that's the same approach that I take in my songwriting and allow myself to, so I know that, yo, if I have these 10 minutes to write some shit, 
I know that if I wrote in 10 minutes, I intentionally made it this way and it came out to be lit because I knew that I had it in me. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to spending a year editing a song. That's just not my work. And we also kind of touched on it a little bit of the, um, how the the artist is in that headspace. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously the, the person that I could really think of is, I think of Drake is one of my favorite mm-hmm. artists. Yeah. And I think obviously, you know, he's very respected mm-hmm. in the uh, music industry. Mm-hmm. But people really want him to go back to the artist that he was and take mm-hmm. care. Or if you're reading this, is yeah. too late. But obviously now he's talking about, there on his new album he on uh middle of the ocean mm-hmm. he's talking about something the bibelos like mm-hmm. i don't even know what a bibelo is <laughs> like yeah. we can't relate to that yeah. yeah but obviously we can relate to you know take care yeah. and you know the, the one of my favorite songs on that album is the ride you know yeah. just getting up every morning yeah and making music mm-hmm. and being there until the sun comes up mm-hmm. like we can relate to that mm-hmm. you can relate to that grind mm-hmm. but when you're so far off you make so much money you know mm-hmm. you're so successful only a few people can relate to you. But it, that's also why I appreciate Drake because, you know, if Drake is going to, you know, st- stay at least stay in, in the vicinity of a subject, he's going to make it sound different 10 times over. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that's why he's special. That's why he's doing, you know, great things. But then you got people, like I said, you know, just people, you know, we don't need to name names, but it's just like, yo, you got people who just, yo, this and that, and, and it's this and that for the whole fucking album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It sucks. And I think the the reason why he's gaining more respect from other people is because of the different things that he's doing. Yeah. You know, when he made, um, obviously her losses mm-hmm. was kind of you know it it was it was lit rap, mm-hmm. but also um, honestly never mind. I think that that album threw everybody off. Yeah. They did not think yeah. that he could a whole album Yo. of just in in pockets. Yeah. Different pockets. You know. But then obviously, even the marketing of that too, like the last song, Jimmy Cooks, he was like, "Yo, don't worry." I still remember the hood. I got y'all, but I need I need y'all to know that. And he talked about on, on her loss. He yeah. talked about how the fact people don't just are too ignorant to understand. Like this is not just about he. I was I was watching Little Baby's documentary, and what he said was he wants to go down um, as a great artist in the genre of music, not just in hip hop. That's a different mission, bro. That's a different path you walk in. I think you if he I mean? if he made a jazz album, <laughs> yo, bro. But at this point, right? He's like he's just having fun with it, and that's yeah. what you need to do. So yeah, we can't relate to it because we're not you know in the bibelos. But at the same time, it's like yo, like yo, he he's switching it up. Yeah, and that's what's keeping him relevant. It's it's just I don't know, man. It's just something. Obviously, there, there's a couple other rappers that that are you know are artists, and mm-hmm. I think. With hearing you speak, I think that that's somewhat of the the message that you want. You don't want to be just labeled as one thing in, in the rap, mm-hmm. or you want to be an artist. I just want to, I just want to put stuff out there, and I mean, I don't really care about backlash. It's, that's not my focus. But um, I feel like when you get to a certain point, like I said, again, if you have a certain image, you get a, you get the same amount of backlash when you try to switch it up because people are known for the last you're known for the last ten years for having that certain image, having that certain sound. But if you always switch up, you always have something different. Then you're you're giving people a catalog to work with. You feel me? So hey, you may not like the singing name, but you like the rapping name. You may not like the rapping name, but you like the one hot on the pop music. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's about. You're giving people options. You feel me? So. It's like bringing the same fucking person to interview at the in the podcast every week. Yeah, it's like it's different. It's different. <laughs> you feel me? I, I I as somebody who's in the podcast industry, I like bringing all walks of you know life. Obviously, I've had a 
you know, a couple of musicians, people that make music, mm-hmm. but there's other, you know, fitness. I want to be able to, like, I would love to just sit down with, like, a philosopher. Just yeah. let's, let's talk philosophy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's just sit here and talk about that. Like, there's so many guests that when I get to that that point that I want to have a, just a wide range of, you know, deep thinkers, you know, neuroscientists, yeah. all of these things. Because yeah. it's interesting. I don't want to just be labeled, you know, the self-improvement. Yeah. I want to be late. I want to be talking to a lot of other people, and I know uh, obviously as you as well. You want to be linking up with different artists that are just not yeah, going to be in your sound. Sure, that maybe sure. a pop or mm-hmm. you know maybe even a jazz. I yeah. don't know. That just kind of different lanes where you can learn a little bit more about yourself. The way that I see it, like you know, I always think about it because you know I think that'll probably be the highlight of my life. Like um, you know, because I train very hard every day. You know, like not just you know working out, but like I'm a firm believer in. Um, having the best experiences, having the best challenges, you know, and living the best life possible. So, um, you know, I know that I don't, I'm not going to be naive and say that there isn't somebody else on the other side of Brooklyn who's doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? And I look, I look forward to the day when I meet somebody who's in the same realm as me, whether it be hip hop, real estate, whatever it may be. And we're able to compete and have a friendly competition because we have the same DNA. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I look forward to. I look forward to being in a room full of people who's like, yo, I don't have to tell you what to do. The assignment is this. Now let's see who could get to it and do it better. Iron sharp. You know what I'm saying? So that that's that's really, if you want to talk about goals, that's really where I want to see myself at. So in terms of the music industry, if that's Drake, I want to be mentioned with Drake. Right. I want to be mentioned with people who's like, yo, like, damn, like, yo, every time I listen to Nate, it's something different. Right. If that is Drake, then that's where I'm going. Have you had to cut people off in, in terms of Hell in, yeah. in your life? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Matter of fact, I've been cut off more than t- more times than I've cut people off. You know what I'm saying? Because when I have certain intentions and do want to do certain things, it rubs people the wrong way, and I have to be okay with that. You know, so that don't mean I'm intentionally being an asshole, you know, because, again, I'm being accountable and trying to adjust my approach, but not everybody's for me, and I, that's okay, and I'm not for everybody. So absolutely, I lose people all the time. I think it's at, at a certain point, you know, it's, it, is, it is what it is. It is what it is. You know, it is you're what going it is. on one way. Obviously, though, in, in terms of it's obviously extremely easier said than done. Mm-hmm. You know, cutting somebody off that maybe, you know, you, yeah. you could be in a relationship mm-hmm. with a friendship that you've mm-hmm. been for a long time. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it hurts. Mm-hmm. And it's something that, you know, you got to be able to, to mm-hmm. navigate through. Obviously, you know, as somebody from what it sounds has been through a fair share, what would mm-hmm. you what, what would your advice be or your approach to? kind of moving past um always treat them with compassion just because we don't have the same relationship don't mean i can't talk to you if i see you in the street i'm still say hello you know we still gonna have a conversation maybe fake as fuck but we still gonna have a conversation you know i believe that abruptly cutting off a relationship with somebody that meant a lot to you whether it be a girl or a friend or whatever you know what i'm saying it's uh it's not loving you know to the other person but also to yourself because you know how much that person meant to you yeah so you know I don't stop talking to people. It's like, nah, unless you disrespect me. All right. But even if you disrespect me, I want to get to a place where I can still see your walk of life and respect that. You know what I'm saying? So yes, there are boundaries. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a, I do set boundaries, but then also, like I said, I don't want to walk the streets. You no, know? like right now in my life, I don't walk the streets feeling like, damn, I can't say hello to this person. Like, damn, I got beef with it. Uh, it's not me. It's bigger than that. It's because I know where I want to go. I know what I want to do. And you never know what burning a bridge could mean for you 
in 10 years, 20 years, you know, how somebody could impact you. That same friend that you was telling, yo, damn, yo, I got this pocket, so I'm doing this. And next thing you know, he doing the same shit and he blow up off of it because he know your blueprint. You know what I'm saying? And you cut him off, so now he trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the now shit He that, could put you on. He <laughs> could be like, yo, you want to come you on? You feel me? Let's, that's the shit that people do. Yeah. That's, that's what people do, and people are very spiteful in that way. So, like I said, I like to be loving with people, but then I also like to be assertive in my position, like, hey, you can't access me this way no more. That don't right. mean that we're not cool, but you just can't access me in that way respectfully. Karma, man. It, it, it always will come back to you. Yeah. Because that, that it never misses. Like yeah. It's got perfect aim. It's, yeah. It, it will never, ever miss you, never. Karma. Never. You, what, what you give out is what you'll get. What you get is maybe sometimes deserving. Yeah. You know, maybe it's just karma catching up mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm. But... I wanted to be able to ask you if you wanted to be able to spit a little of a freestyle yeah. for. Us. Yeah. <laughs> for I got sure. you right now. Let me let me throw on a beat. What kind of what kind of what kind of beats do you usually uh, listen to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, yo. <laughs> yeah, yo. Come through real quick. This the one percent. When I spit it off the dome, man, it's so intense. He said no cursing, so give me a quick word. I'm going crazy off the dome, cause to the top I surge. Shout alphabet. out to Apple. Yeah, I hit you with the alphabet. Going crazy every day, man. I am a rookie vet. A, B, C, that's one, two, three. When I pull up like a bird, I be feeling so flea. A podcast, yo, you see just how we do it. Don't be afraid to hit me words, cause I spit the true stuff. Yeah, glasses. all the time, like my glasses. I'm seeing through these whack people, cause I mean they ass is out yeah and yo that's not a curse they put that up on tv and homie yo i rehearse this all the time yeah so give me more damn words i need more challenging ones because i know i'm gonna surge camera. to the top yeah shout out to the camera yo what's in my face when i come through in this game i swear to god it's first place that i'm taking and i do this without no token i'm going crazy off the dome listen people is hoping that i fail these flows be extravagant Let me tell you how I get it, man Cause I had to get a different type of bag Yo, I'm talking about the Drake Shout out Nature Verse Matthew Sweater Homie, yo, I take this to new heights Yeah, a different bag Yankee hot, knock it out the park Cause I got swag Yeah, I do this whenever I really got them laughing Off the dome, it's N.A.Y. I'm going crazy and I'm blasting off Jimmy Neutron, give me another word You too slow I'm going crazy off the dome I got the wicked flow Yeah, so let me tell you what I see Going crazy off the dome I do this right here mentally Yeah, two people sitting across And brown and black And let me tell y'all how I do it For the brown and black Yeah, I'm talking Brooklyn And every day I be cooking I'm going crazy up off the dome Man, they really looking around Yeah, and I ain't never need profanity Going crazy off the dome Listen, I mean I damage MCs Yeah, and yo, I do this whenever Let me tell y'all how I get it Yo, I'ma go get it He's shaking his head Because he really cannot believe How the hell I really do it With no curses I'm the trusty steed Yeah, no donkey and I'm feeling just like Shrek Cause I'm going far far away I'm a rookie vet I said that before Give me another word Because I'm getting bored And listen I'm gonna watch. surge To the top So listen I told them all to watch Let me tell y'all how I get it man I don't ever stop Shout out to the clock Cause it's 622 Going crazy off the dome I spit the wicked It's true Yeah Yo And yo we up up in the studio Let me tell y'all how I get it Cause I be so lyrical In every situation All these people really hating Let me tell y'all how I get it it because these people are really faking and i swear that god like satan yo i'm spitting that fire every day i'm coming through i got the different desire yeah this straight art listen i do my part let me tell you it's first place boy mario kart yeah mm. <laughs>
And I really said, made him say, hmm, going crazy off the dome. Listen, I mean, I got pool. Yeah, and I could do this forever. So let me slow it down, man, because I got that cheddar for real. Yeah. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to I stop. Had to stop, stop him. Him. I had to stop him because he would keep going, man. <laughs> he would keep going, man. That was, yeah, listen, I appreciate that's that. love, man. Appreciate you coming appreciate on here, man. You already know, 1%. Everybody listening, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for the support. Where can the people find you? Uh, Instagram at N-A-Y-B-K-0-8. That's N-A-Y-B-K-0-8. My first single drop in January 5th of next year, 2023. Let's do it. King Kong. Appreciate you guys rocking with us. Appreciate all the love. Appreciate everybody showing love. I love you guys. This is the 1% Podcast. I'm out.